the other day, this um, nice person, friend, acquaintance, mm-hmm. asked me in front of a bunch of other people, do you live alone? <laughs> and I was like, I, I'm doing this thing where I'm trying to be truthful all the time instead of telling the truth that looks better, which I used to do. Like, people like, ask me, like, what's your major? And I'd be like, biochemical engineering, just to see what their thought, like, just to see what their reaction would be. And so anyway, but I was like, no, I'll just say, yes, I live alone. And then wait for everyone to digest that. (laughs) Yeah, it's sad. Thanks, Lon. (laughs) Love. The smartest person, person I know. know. Thanks for joining us Thank again. you guys so mom. much. We are mom. so... Yeah. <laughs> I told my mom about this today. I haven't told my mom about it yet, what do you But want, I think she'll be happy. Do you think she'll like it? I don't know. But she... she the one thing about my mom is she's honest. Mm. So we'll get some good feedback. Yeah, for sure. I don't think she'll like that I said last time I forgot to cut that out is she like proper no but she once told me that it sounds so ugly coming out of your mouth (laughs) so I try I try not to curse yeah I've lived alone in Los Angeles for years so it happens it happens I know I told my mom about this she called me and she just wanted to check in that's nice yeah very nice she wanted to check in to see what I was doing and and I said well you know I'm working on a podcast and she goes oh you're not filming your cooking show, Braze, Braze TV. Yeah. It's another entrepreneurial creative endeavor that I'm doing as you a You gotta have agent. many. You, you have, have to have many. You I already thought about adding. Anyway, go ahead. Well, no, she was like, she was like, oh, well, okay, but when are you gonna do your cooking show? Yeah, parents are very singularly focused. Mm-hmm. They don't understand the multi-hyphenate reality that well, we live in. Yeah, exactly. And you know, actor slash producer slash talent musician performer. Although, okay, here's I like the term performer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I am a performer every fucking day. <laughs> I open the door. I'm Get put your face on. <laughs> I perform. Yeah, I do love it. This podcast. Mm-hmm. This podcast is brought to you by Performance Moms. Moms. Wendell Pierce. Oh, oh no, we weren't we going to say that. It. I just wanted to try it. It felt weird. He's a good guy. Yeah, but he is a proud sponsor of the and podcast. And he sponsored pro- the pod probably. probably. Probably sponsors. Oh, uh, city council member Paul Koretz recently pledged to come. On the show or sponsor an episode. Yeah, we have to hear from his people. Did Mitch O'Farrell get reelected? Uh, yes, and he okay. is a sponsor as well. Well, we're with Mitch. Yeah, but I'm with Mitch. <laughs> we're with Mitch. Uh, this podcast is also brought to you. Uma. Oh, yes. Obviously, Uma, Uma Abdullah. Is that how you say it? <laughs> this podcast. Wilshire Boulevard Temple. Mm-hmm. 
This podcast is brought to you by every individual living in Koreatown. Yes. They all chipped in. Every, um, at least every Jewish individual. The New York Times editorial board recently, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Washington Post beat columnist Chris Saliza. Oh my god. <laughs> she loves the podcast. She does. <laughs> here I stopped at a coffee shop yeah yeah what happened a very crazy thing happened on the way to the forum mm-hmm. a funny thing happened on the way to the forum I went to this coffee shop it's called Broom Street and it's one of these coffee sh- speaking of multi-hyphenate realities it's a coffee shop slash accoutrement store slash like locally sourced clothing and soap there's no way. There's no way to define it. It's like a general. I'm it's sure, a ge- I'm that's sure what the it's page called. Some of was like, "This is this is a, like an old timey general store." Yeah. But instead of products that everyone needs, it's products that nobody needs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they get away with it because they've got an attitude, which is, "Why are you here?" <laughs> <laughs> So you go up to the counter. It's not one of those places like Go Get Em, Tiger, mm-hmm. where you have to order at the bar, and it's very weird and intimidating. And first, I have a hard enough time ordering a drink at a real bar because it's it's like you got to fight your way through. Yeah, I'm not that. I'm not that adamant about anything. Why would I be that? determined to order a drink. Like, I'm not going to fight my way through a crowd of people you, to get a drink. When you order a bar, yeah. do you think... I totally, I totally agree. I, I always think that I, like, have, like, a great set of tits when I'm ordering, when I'm, like, ordering <laughs> a bar. That's a good attitude. Because, well, I mean, I don't, but I... But I always feel like I go up to the bar and I like kind of lean in a little <laughs> bit, like and I, it's like an instinctive thing. Like you know, you're leaning in, like trying to make eye contact, and it's like I do this thing with my arms, and I just kind of like bunch <laughs> up like there. So like if I did have cleavage, I, it, it would be, be like helpful. showing. Yeah, I think would it's it like be helpful. I think maybe. Um, I've never had that kind of confidence. So Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, you came here today with an agenda. A big one. Yeah. A really big one. The thing about Luke is he's got an agenda. Listen, I'm a lady, never go anywhere without an evening bag and a dogmatic agenda. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Speaking of ladies, <laughs> Game of Thrones is back, yes. And when Game of Thrones is back, it is like... Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. The cultural conversation it, yeah. for the next six, or seven, ten weeks. Ten weeks, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So my Game of Thrones story is that I started watching, I watched the first season, loved it, mm-hmm. read the first two books, mm-hmm. you know, picked up a goddamn <laughs> book and read it, watched the second season, was like, into it. So I stopped watching, though, when, um, you know, it was like the... It, it's not as simple as to say, oh, it's the brutality of the show. Mm. But I do think that there is... I mean, for people who don't watch, just real quick, there are really brutal rapes, um, like bashing people's head in with a rock or your fingers. Yeah. Just, it's very, very violent. Yeah, and I guess you could say yeah. that the violence is like, 
equitable, like that there's equal violence against men and women. Mm-hmm. And maybe I personally have a have like a soft, a weak stomach, so to speak, when it comes to like when it comes to violence against women, like media violence against women, like portrayals of violence against women in particular. Mm-hmm. But I think that the show. You know, it is this fan. It is yes, it's based on real events, and yes, like those things do happen every day, and maybe it is a reflection of the horrors of what happens. But I think, I guess, that I find the show to be brutal and in a way that doesn't do justice to the storytelling. So you think, it, in other words, it's gratuitous. It's gratuitous, yeah. And, and I think that sometimes my mom would agree with you. Mom would agree. She said, she is a, "This podcast is brought to you by moms." Well, and moms we, agree. We need mom. Yeah. Um. No. And so, like last night on Game of Thrones, for example, they like there's this, and I think actually okay, there's this character on Game of Thrones that is like evil incarnate. And Ramsey Bolton. Yes. Yeah. And so it's like evil incarnate. And the first time you meet this character, it's like him and this woman and chase in the forest. Yeah, chasing he's a, a young he girl. is the the sociopath. You understand everyone else's motivations for doing bad things yeah. except for him. He's yeah, exactly. And and yeah. so like and so, you know, every time they get back to this fucking character, it's just like we're gonna show you another reason why this person is a total psycho sociopath mm-hmm. and like he like you know fed a newborn baby and a mother to to dogs and he raped one of the major characters on the show after they got married you know after they got married and last night like they brought this character back whose entire purpose it seemed to get back into the world of the show mm-hmm. like was to end up being killed by by Ramsey Bolton. Yeah. And so and so basically I just think it's lazy, a little bit lazy, and I think that it's desensitizing in a way. It's like the you know what it is? It's like have you seen American Psycho? Yes. Okay. So it's like American Psycho. Like, you know, don't it, it's the equivalent of saying like don't piss on my leg and call it satire. Like don't tell me that like just because you don't think it's it serves a purpose. No, in other words. I don't think so. And like, like in American, in other words, it's gratuitous. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and like, <laughs> for those of you who are listening at home, uh, Lonnie just took a really gorgeous sip of her iced coffee, which then cascaded in like several drips. <laughs> Be sure to include that I'm wearing all white, today. all white, bold move on a cloudy day. But you know what? I love it. Um, yep, yep, there it is. I'm wearing all white today. I'm wearing no white, but I do have like a gray sort of red stripe. It looks good. You sort of got a gray motif. Yeah, I feel gray. It's really too bad this isn't a video podcast. Maybe, maybe. CISO? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Love CISO. Okay, so. A lot of good shows on CISO lately. Yeah. Like, um. Like, um. So, yeah, yeah. you were saying, yeah. No, okay. So, I had a Facebook status that was kind of jokey and a a tweet to this effect, which, again, like, horror. Even, this is horrible talking about a tweet, one tweet or Facebook status of mine. Yeah. But, like, millennials. fine. Millennials. Um, Brunch. So, so I said, (laughs) no, so I I, uh, had a Facebook status that said, and a tweet that, that said, wow, like, that Game of Thrones show sure loves killing women, huh? Like, which A, I thought was funny and got reaction. And B, 
it's true. Like, you know, it's true. And it's like this, like, I guess my thing is that it's, it's not that big a deal that you said that. No. It, right. So, yeah. and in terms, but then. That's fine. Yeah. It's and, an invalid opinion and about then, a show. And then I saw no. a, a, some, someone throw, a, someone. someone throw a shady ass tweet. Someone who I know personally. His Twitter handle is Big Gay Luke. Yeah, at Big Gay Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh my god, that should be it. No, it's at Lucan Five. Thank you. It's also my Wi-Fi password. If you ever want to come over and log yeah. in. Um, and gay Luke. And so, um, and so, this person like tweeted this like shady ass thing that was like said "lo" like in the same syntax of what I was saying that said like. LOL at people who don't even watch the show that think Game of Thrones is sexist and yet like this amazing thing happened with one of the female characters and it's like that's cherry picking someone's like the fact that the show is brutal and I personally have a bit of an issue with that and the like can exist in the same world as the fact that the show does have strong female characters and I think that that's like it's not like I think that the we are in this time of discourse where it's like, you're right. Like you say one, like there's a lack of understanding that something can be two sided or that. Yes. That two, you can have two opposed, you can hold two opposing views in your head at the same time, Yeah, which is the hallmark of a liberal arts education. And we are nobody if we don't have a liberal arts education. Yes, exactly. I mean, I technically went to a, I know. And I don't want to be classist. No, but right. So it's like, but it's but that's a bigger. You don't have to have gone to college. My point is, yeah, that is a, that is actually a hallmark of a civilized society mm-hmm. that you can that you can that you can hold two very opposing views in your head at the same time. Mm-hmm. And whether that means, hey, Game of Thrones, brutal toward women, also some strong female characters, yeah, or it's bigger and more relevant than that. Like, hey, single-payer healthcare would be great. Obamacare has done a lot of good. Yeah, totally, you know? totally. There's not, there's no room for that in the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 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 This podcast is brought to you by Vine. <laughs> No, you can't say that. It doesn't work the same way. What? Who says big lawn? But I don't want people thinking I'm big. You're not big. I know, but... You're Jewish. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the... the okay. Wait, when what? we went to Passover vacation the other week, yeah. my mom was... My parents and I were talking to this nice lady, and we were talking about my trip, the time I spent a summer with the Bedouin in Israel, Mm -hmm. and my mom was, like, talking about it, and she was like, she gained 10 pounds. What? And I was like, Mom, first of all, 10? Second of all, 
mom. <laughs> Why would you say that? I don't know. I didn't, listen, I'm not big, but you called me Big Gay Luke. Yeah, but it's more about Big Gay Luke. Well, I could call you Big Gay Lon. <laughs> but I don't want people thinking I'm gay. You're not gay. And you're not big, but you are Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Jewish women are uncomfortable with silence? Yes. <laughs> 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 oh, for sure. Yeah. Because things happen in silence. Mm -hmm. Thoughts. Yeah, definitely. And you gotta keep talking. I mean, as basically a Jewish woman, I am uncomfortable in silence too. Alright, <gasps> ask me. Sorry. Um, I need to ask your opinion on something. What do you think of the big group birthday dinner? Go. Oh. You want my opinion on big birthday dinners? Yes. And but it can be nuanced. You can yeah. have multiple. Well, first of all, I haven't been to one in a while, which says something about my social life. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good. Um, but I find them. I when I, I transitioned a few years ago to big bar birthday, which yeah. I think is much preferable because. People don't have to spend $35 at least. Mm -hmm. And the, it's less obligatory. Birthdays had to stop being obligatory basically after high school, I think. Yeah. They didn't for me. I still I still take count. Now, when you say, it, when you say mm -hmm. obligatory, is it obligatory? obligatory. <laughs> <laughs> when you say whatever, when yeah, you say it they is, have to happen. I just want everyone to know that I meant obligated. obligated. Wait, are you saying that as a guest? Or are you saying that as a, like, are you saying that like you have to host something? I think big birthday or? dinners make people feel obligated. The, the number one problem of our world is feeling obligated. Mm -hmm. Obligations. To go when you just want the freedom to not go. Yeah. And... We're lucky that in this world of constant communication, if you make a plan, say you RSVP yes to a brunch, you can text at 11.58 and say, oh my God, I am so sorry, but something, I came up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I came up with something came up and with I can't make it. I can't make it. So that's my problem with big birthday dinners is that they seem like they're big obligations for someone. And also, what's the point of a big – who has that many close friends? I did have one for my 24th birthday. I think I went to that. Yeah. Did you feel obligated to come? I wanted to go. Right. Because – but, but you know, here we are years later <laughs> and uh, recording a podcast. So obviously, I like – It worked I, out. Here's what I realized is that – there is, I went to a birthday dinner last week mm -hmm. and I actually realized that I think I, I, first of all, totally agree. I think if you're going to have a birthday thing, you should, um, you should host it. Like you're, you're putting it as an excuse to celebrate like the people. Like I always feel like you're yes. like, I'm, I think for my birthday this year, I'm going to do like a. Like, lucky. like a thing at, at yeah. this house and then like people are going to come and oh, I'm going to have everything there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to have everything there ready to go. Yeah, and it's Glassell Park. Yeah, and people will be gorgeous. 
Um, but but right, or I do, and I love the hey, I'm going to be at this bar from X to X. Yes. Come buy me a drink, or yeah. like I'll buy you a drink, or like whatever. <laughs> you know, it, it, but it's not like you have to sit down and be held hostage by the birthday dinner. Yeah. And you can, and if you want to show up and spend some money, you can. If you yeah. want to just show up and say hi and don't get a drink, that's great. Like who cares? Um, but I also realized my friend that I went to this birthday dinner for, like you could like you have to hold on. Um, but no, but I realized that you, if you're going to go to a birthday dinner, you got to be a really good guest and like, like a Clifford Murray, like a Clifford Murray. Yeah. But, but I think that being a good guest, I think I realized the real hell of a birthday dinner is the fact, is the fact that the guests, like the, it's the guests who end up causing the terror because you show up at a birthday dinner. A lot of times you are like, don't know anyone else there. Like mm-hmm. some, you know, like I didn't at this birthday dinner, I didn't know anybody else there except for the host. And then it was like 10 other people who were all nice, who I never met before in my life. Mm-hmm. But like the terms of the birthday dinner were dictated by my friend hosting where she said, Hey guys, I'm so excited. I don't want you guys to have to spend a lot of money. So what I, you know, so what I've done is like, I'm going to cover this part of the dinner and you guys can like split the, and so she was, and she was like being really clear. She, and that made her comfortable. Like that was like the terms of it because it made her comfortable to have everybody at a birthday dinner. Like she was being super conscientious of the guests, uh-huh. but then some other guests at the dinner, like hijacked it and did the thing where it's like, well, our friends shouldn't have to pay for and like we're just we should all just split it right is everyone good with that do you have Venmo like can I get you where was it it was at a restaurant Mm -hmm, at the Edendale oh that's a really nice restaurant how many people were there like 10 and so but my friend like she was like I'm having I'm gonna pay for this she was like she was like I'm gonna pay for the alcohol and then, like, but it was a small place restaurant, and there were 10 of us, and if yeah. we all split it evenly, it wouldn't have been that expensive. Like, would have yeah. been maybe, like, 20. I'm down to spend, like, 20 bucks at a thing. Like, I mean, that's just makes me so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, really, like, 30 bucks. But I'm not, like, like, I'm not ready to spend, like, $50. No. Slash, like, slash, like, I don't think that it's, like, I don't think that, like, I think this all, all comes down to, like, an, the idea of, like, courtesy and being, mm-hmm. like, gracious and allowing people to, like, do their thing and not impose, not, like, it's not gracious to be, like, hey, I know you said that you were going to pay for this or, like, that you were going to do this and that you wanted to do this, but, like, we're hijacking that and, like, taking that from you. And it made my friend feel really uncomfortable. Because she didn't want to put any of her other guests yes, in her exactly, Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, like, talking about, like, weird, like, obligations and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, and I was kind of like, I don't know. Like, and I was, and I agreed with her. I was like, yeah, I think it's kind of stupid that you're also, these straight, that your friends are kind of, you know, making all these strangers pay for you and do all this stuff when you specifically had, like, said that this is what you wanted. Yeah. And that's, that's why birthday dinners are problematic. Problematic. problematic.
thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thanks oh so much, you. Thank you. Thank you. You really, you sat through and listened to this, and you. Thank you, Connor, for hosting us. Thank you, Connor. He knows. He knows what he did. Uh, <laughs> and thank you, mom. And thank you, Broom Street, thank for you. the caffeinated beverage, which really helped. Got which say. really helped. I know you didn't want to sell it to me. But you did anyway, and Terrible. I thank you for it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lou. Thank you, Lonnie. Thank you. You're, yes. you're we'll see like you. the smartest person. You're the, wait, you're the smartest person I know.